uh, Hitler. Hitler had, you know, his country was in recession. He wanted to find out what was going on. He was like this, you know, he had great intention. And look what he did with his great intention. He was powerful, charismatic. He was a vegetarian. He created the pension, you know, Who, whoever's out there on the pension, that's because of Hitler. And the, the VW, the people's car, it's like a little bloody tank, you know, it never ends this car. It takes up hardly any gas. So he did these incredible things. Now imagine if he would have healed his trauma. So what caused he him had oh. the power to do a lot of things? Yeah. So what caused him to then basically start the Holocaust was his trauma? It, oh, yeah, yeah, there it is. There's his mind. The Holocaust, there's his mind. This very, very powerful, charismatic person intelligent man holocaust there's his mind there's his subconscious there's his trauma so even though because of you because of you because of you all right everybody today i'm talking with azah so azah has trained with people like gabor mate and specializes in trauma work so and, and just some interesting facts about her as well she has helped children escape sexual slavery she's a politically she's an anarchist and now she helps professional men who are tired of being blamed used and manipulated to take back control of their life without years of therapy as is there anything i missed or did you want to highlight no no i i um I found that the main uh, problem that I'm seeing on uh, the missing link globally, I'd say, is um, is uh, male, male. You know, we know how bad men are, bad, bad, all of this, and the feminists have brought that out, and that's fabulous and very important. So men, it's all over the place. Men know their shadow side. But women, women's shadow side hasn't been out in public. So I think that's a missing thing. Women need to have a look at their own shadow side and, and their contribution to the planetary hell, you know, basically, you know, the negative. Um, and, and, you know, men are, like, for example, a hundred out of a hundred people that suicide, seventy are men. Do you want? Why do you think the rates are so high for men? Because men are not. You know, if you ex you can't express your feelings, you can't ask for help. You know, you got, uh, you know, uh, testosterone like keeps you away from your feelings and takes you into uh, you know all of this type of stuff, and and. Uh, yeah so so just it's a patriarchal thing yeah. you know that's the suffering of the male in patriarchy women think that you know patriarchy has been really bad for women yes it has absolutely burning of the witches yeah. like uh, you know you know how uh, from cultures like like my culture is russian right mm -hmm. russian ukrainian actually and and my I, I have um I have an inheritance from my ancestors. And also and it's in the vibe, right? It's a vibe. 
And nine million women being burnt at the stake at that time is a vibe, man. Yeah. It's a vibe. So, so that's what patriarchy did to women. But then what does patriarchy do to men? You know, like one guy in France wrote that he's living in a village and there are no women. Oh. They've all been killed. Imagine that. Imagine be, living somewhere where there's absolutely no women. That's that's like, you know, twilight zone. Yeah, yeah. So before we dive deeper into like the trauma and that work, do you want to do you want to start by like explaining to everyone what trauma is? Because I think there's a stereotype yeah. of like a big traumatic activity, and people just think nobody they don't have trauma. They somebody else has it, but they don't have any. So what what is yeah. trauma? <laughs> I'll tell you, if you think you've got no trauma, trauma shows up through symptoms, you know? It shows up through symptoms, like extremely worried over nothing, um, you know, like what if and what if that and what if this and what if that, oh my God, well, if that happens and that happens, then I'm going to, you know, that type of head spin. It, that's not thinking, that's head spin you know and then and you see trauma you're uh you know, yeah you cut out for a sec oh yeah people worried if you're worried if your head's spinning and you can't stop it you know and you've got noise it's like oh, oh my god i should have done that and i should have done what if i could it that noise is not thinking it's noise and that comes from trauma. So would you say it's kind of, oh, go on, sorry, go on. So, you know, uh, like, we'll just be still and just meditate and just be quiet. Yeah, I would if I could, you know, but when that head spin's got you, no, you can't. And, and inferiority complexes and what if I lose and what if I go broke and what if he, she, they leave me and what if this and what that head spin that's trauma man that's trauma and and getting um uh, also like um oh you hurt my feelings oh no i can't oh no i no don't say that trauma <clears throat> imagine surviving that's your survival reaction to trauma man <laughs> or aggressive you said this and i said that no no but you said that i said that we said that she said that that you know that type of bullshit, man that's trauma it's trauma these are symptoms you know you're driving your car there's a the red light comes on bomb 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 oh cut the red light out and everything will be fine no it won't your engine's gonna blow it's telling you something so you know why does uh, fear of abandonment oh my god that's the big one because trauma actually at the root cause what trauma did was make you abandon yourself so then you projectile all over the world you know in, in your relationships and everything and you don't remember because it's gone into the subconscious and and there's like this this film like this shell that that um protects you from knowing what happened uh because you couldn't take it it was too much as a child right so so you there's it's 
creates amnesia in that part of you. So part of your brain's like amnesia. There's symptoms jumping out all over the place, but the other part is you're in this amnesia you don't remember. So imagine clearing all of that, and there you are, man, there you are. Well, I don't know who I am, and I don't know what I want to do. Well, I like this, and I like that. No, that's because you're blocked from yourself. You the know, Jesus, blocking it. Yeah. Jesus said, know yourself. You know, that's basically, if you want to know God, know yourself. That's what the man was saying, you know, that's it. Basically, know yourself. That's why you came to the earth, to know yourself. And once you do know yourself, now, not your personality. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the journey inside where you really clear everything that you're not. No, I'm not stupid. No, I'm not ugly. You know, And you get right into it and annihilate everything that you're not. There you are, man. You don't Find have your true to self. search for yourself outside. Yeah. You just have to get rid of all the lies that you swallowed. That's it. That's it. Where do these lies come from? Because I think some people may be wondering, how, how is trauma formed? Like, when does this happen? Is it our childhood, late teens? Well, it, it happens from childhood, you know? Your parents want you to be a doctor or a dentist or a or a lawyer or a politician, whatever they want you to be, right? And and your mother wants, yeah, that's your father, and your mother wants you to be a nice boy and a this and that. So the child doesn't know who they are and they're looking for themselves, you know? Oh, oh that's why kids are like little, little parasites, you know? They're like, look at me, look at me. I did this and I did that and I did that. Do you think I'm funny? Do you think I'm intelligent? Do you think I can do this? They're constantly looking to find themselves. And the parents don't know who the kid is either, you know? So the parent is projecting what they want the kid to be. And if you want to be loved and accepted, you have to be what your parents want you to be. Ah, uh, so what should a parent try and foster in their kid then so that their kid can feel loved and accepted by themselves so their kid can not be what they want to be, not what they, the parent wants their kid to be. <clears throat> the parents should get rid of their own trauma. They should go into themselves and clear their own trauma so that they don't project it onto the child, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. So then you would say kind of trauma is just large reactions to small little things, right? That are formed in your childhood with that sum, up, sum, it, sum it up. Pretty good. Yeah, you know how some people are like, you know, they 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 cut themselves. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they freak out at small little things. Their nervous system can't take anything. That those type of people end up being a, more and more and more and more alone and in a predictable routine because they're scared of of the unknown. And that's trauma. That's purely trauma. Yeah, so I, I so you touched upon how when you're in a traumatic state, your brain goes into survival. What happens in that state? Like, can can you think clearly when that's happening, or do you have control no, of yourself? No, no, you're in pure reaction. No, you can't think clearly. You're in reaction, and your reaction is a trauma reaction. It doesn't apply to the moment. 
to what's happening. Your brain's turned off, you know? And, and um, what happens is later, you, once you're out of the trauma and you're thinking, it's like, oh my God, why did I do this? And why did I say that? And oh, that's oh, yeah, terrible. Oh, yeah. And then you, you like hammer yourself with complexes, you know? Yeah. So it's. I'm, I'm stupid. I'm ridiculous. Uh, everyone thinks I'm, I, you know, whatever the hell. So it's after the fact that you then realize, oh, that was not a normal reaction. That, that was me in having a feeling the trauma, my brain trying to protect me from it. Yeah. Reaction. Reaction. So it's like when you As opposed to conscious, intelligent, present moment action. So it's like that time when you say, oh, damn, I wish I didn't say that earlier in that argument. It's kind of yep. like that. Yep. That's it. That's it. So what would be... Uh, one good way or technique that people could use after the fact, after they realized they that they they were in a trauma state, how would they kind of come out of that trauma? How would you recommend? Okay, one one way, you know, what ancient tribes did was they physically released it out of their body through physical action, like bashing and screaming, or, or you know, purging, purging. All all ancient ritual uh, uh, tribes have rituals where they clear it's like imagine if you eat and you never go to the toilet mate yeah. <laughs> all of that yeah, that it's... shouldn't be in your body you know is running through your blood system you have to release it it's exactly the same emotionally so getting some physical movement in is quite good so would what? you so some physical exercise or movement is good it, it, no but it has to be focused on the root cause so go outside somewhere where you don't disturb anyone and just pick up rocks and throw them and scream and scream screaming's fabulous because screaming is like ah, getting it out the energy the emotional pus the emotional infection getting it out of your body that's really, really important to do. If you're abusing another person with it, then then yeah. what's going to happen is that's a recycling of trauma. So now they're getting your trauma. It's like secondhand smoke. They're getting your trauma, but also you're getting deeper into your trauma. You, you have to focus on the root cause and just clear it out of your physical body. Well, one thing that's great is get a pillow and scream and scream and bite and squeeze and scream and get it out that way. That's really important. You know, when you're pissed off at someone or something, cursing's also great. Curse. Not at the person though, at, at like the pillow, for example, right? Yeah, yeah cursing to, to the pillow. Like crazy, get it out. It's just emotional pus that's in the way. If you don't get that heat, that energy, that fire out of your body, then then you're just going to be like spinning. That will create the spin. Once it's gone, then another part of your brain wakes up, you know, and 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 you see things for what they are, and you see yourself for what they what it you are as well. And another thing is handwriting by hand not computer but write write like i hate you you did this you did that, 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 that. blaming 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 get it out of your system because when you're writing by hand you're you're more objective you know you're not you're not um 
you're not in reaction you're objective because you're writing and it and it activates the a certain part of your brain that can see things objectively and then once you've written it all out write what part of you survived that what part of you survived that trauma so what do you mean what part of you so so um you know i was abandoned as a child meaning my parents didn't have time they were working right yeah. and and uh and but me as a child i took it as i was abandoned and they didn't love me and they didn't want to spend time with me you know so i had this abandonment stuff going on and writing 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 i hate you because you did this and you made me feel like this and you made me this and that and that and that and there and and then what part of me survived that you know so i got in touch with a much deeper part of myself that um that i know i know there's a part that is like no i know i know i feel the vibration of truth in me you know and and i saw that all of that scenario had nothing to do with me i could see it and there was a part of my spirit that is no i'm going to live i'm i'm going to live this is not taking me down i'm going to live of course not in those words but in that feeling i felt this like strength come up you know inside of me and then all of that trauma and all the beliefs and everything the pain and everything it's it it was over there instead of there you know it was over there and then what came up with no i'm going to live i'm going to live i'm going to make it you know and with that energy coming up into my consciousness it's like where that come from you know i could feel it that is self love that is what self love is you know i've heard oh you should love yourself what you know what does that mean actually you know oh then i'm a narcissist then i think i'm better no no that's the 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 pure self love actually means self respect it's like wow i i've just discovered a beautiful powerful intention part of me and and that's fabulous and that makes me then protect that part No you're not going to come in with your negativity and and your trauma. I can feel myself. I can feel the vibration of my own self-worth. And this is a gift from the universe that I got here. So your trauma is not coming in and destroying it. No. So you're putting up a shield a in a way. Yeah, and it uh, and all of that happens in a split second because it's a vibration. So then it's kind of like when so I'm just going to recap. So when you're after you have your outburst after when you're looking back you should write like you made me feel this way, you made me feel terrible XYZ XYZ and then after you'd be like but I am still a great person. I'm still kind. I'm still going to work towards my dreams because that doesn't but define it, me. It, so this is what you made me do your writing, right? This is what you made me do. This is how it made me feel. and this is how it made me act so you're clearing 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 being by bringing it to intelligent 
self-observation. It's it, self-observation has no opinion. It just sees things just as they are, right? So there's it's it's not good or bad. It's just yes, this happened, and yes, this is how I survived. So that's it's really really important, as is to get in touch with how did you survive that what part of your own spirit your own soul you you know your spirit came to earth and into body and and this horrific things happened to you and you were a complete victim as a child but you survived it it's like find that find so that like, part of you for example be i like i pulled on my inner strength i used any that's what you would write for how you survived it for example no that's that's with the mind ah. you, it, when you when you do that that inner strength will rise to consciousness because it's already there ah, so once you're writing it'll come to you how you survived it will come up out of your subconscious and then you'll know what's what's truly in you and then you'll get then you'll know who you are ah, okay as jesus said know yourself know yourself so when you write like the four steps you gave, then that's when you're going to find out your true self after the two yeah. episodes. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. Clear the emotional caca. And then your brains will come back. Yeah. <laughs> and then your your present consciousness will come back as is. That's what it is. Look at nature. Thunder and lightning. Yeah. Bam, boom, everything's clean. You know? We are nature. That's the way it happens. So then to highlight the importance of working on trauma, what can happen if, for example, you have a traumatic experience, but you just, you ignore it, you just keep moving on through life and how would that manifest physically? If you ignore the trauma. Yeah, you just, you don't even know it's there. You just like, ah, I, I don't have trauma. I just keep going. Uh, then you're, you're going to totally identify with your personality and, and, um, it's going to petrify. It's going to be like a bloody rock. Look at older people where they're like, you know, it's like, were you ever young? Were you ever young? There's no movement in them. They're just rigid and hard. And no, this is like that and that. And they've got all of these belief structures that that they've surrounded themselves with beliefs. You know, what I believed even yesterday, I don't believe today. Imagine if I stayed in that belief, I'd petrify. I'd become like a bloody rock. So you become very hard to become be around then. Exactly. The, you become a repellent. <laughs> yeah, because you're like vibrating on a negative frequency then. <laughs> Yeah. You, you, um, and what are you what are you identifying with? Yes, is. Listen, if whatever what um, whatever you can observe about yourself, this is how I think. This is my opinion. This is my belief. This is what I do. This is whatever you can observe about yourself belongs to time. It belongs to time. It came to you. It didn't come uh, from you. So it's not you. It's not a part of you. It's not your identity. 
It's not who you are as a soul. It's not the truth of who you are. It came to you. If it's observable, it came to you and it belongs to time. And when you die, it dies. Then who are you? And where, where have you been feeding your energy, your life force, your attention? Where have you been feeding it? Oh, I'm this and I'm that and I'm... No, it's not. It, that came to you. And then you're defending these beliefs that make you small. You're defending them. Okay. You know, and, and that's very sad. Well, my personality, I'm like this and I... No, you're not. A personality can be observed. It's not who you are. You're just mirroring what you've been taught as a child, basically. Yeah. You, you've, been, you've been mirroring, copying, or, or, or whatever way it, you became identified with that, but you became identified with it. So for a common example, for example, a lot of people will say, oh, I'm introverted, I can't talk to people. That means, not, it means people, they just choose not to talk to people, but they really can. It's just what they were taught or programmed. Yeah, there's an inferiority complex there. All of us have times. It's a season, right? Summer, winter, spring. It's a season. You know, we all have times of being introverted or extroverted. It's like whatever's going on with your body, whatever's going on in your life, you know, you feel like closing up. And introversion, when you feel like closing up, that's a great thing. That means you're accumulating, you know, you're accumulating. And then extroverted is you're giving out, you know, they're seasons within us. So you get to choose it's which not one. I am. Yeah. It's not definitive. If you are introverted, just for the time being, you're introverted. But tomorrow, if you decide I want to be extroverted, you can become extroverted. It's not. Yeah, you know. it depends on if you listen to your own nature, you'll see where it is, what it needs right now. You know, I, I've had a period of introversion and my friends are like, oh, you're depressed. No, I'm not. I just want to be alone and closed because I'm reading, I'm studying, I'm listening, I'm watching you're podcasts, growing. you know, and I'm feeding, feeding, feeding nutrition, intelligent nutrition to myself, you know. And then a few months ago, it's like... Uh, I've OD'd, now it's time, you know. To share it, yeah. I want out of here. I want to party. <laughs> yeah. So uh, on the topic of undealt trauma, I think, so a prior belief of mine used to be that, you know, somebody who's successful doesn't have trauma. So, and I realize that's not true, but how does it manifest when someone's successful, specifically a person in power? So politically, what can be the negative effects of that just on a country as a whole? your leader has undealt trauma but doesn't recognize it oh uh, donald trump you know donald trump he's his brother committed suicide to commit suicide it's absolutely the end of the end of the end of the end amen you know and imagine what state you have to be in to commit suicide where you cannot see one little flicker of hope moving forward in your life that's the vibe that donald trump came out of so certain so his opinions and different things he might say 
it's all based from his trauma, his his own inner work that he has to do, which is why he has the beliefs he has now, except it gets portrayed on a country level. Yep. Yep. So do you think yep. in the individual people have those same beliefs? Because a lot of people did vote for him and that's how he did win. Do you think those people have need to do their similar inner work because they did vote for him? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. I mean, you know, I'd, I'm not American and and uh, I'm, I, the American politics is not, uh, anyway. Just on a broad level, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just basically. But uh, what I saw of Donald Trump, and I haven't really listened to him much, was was uh, the man is in reaction. His brother went ah. into death and he went into, ah, you know. He's in survival. He, it, two opposite reactions it's like if you look at twins twins have that there'll be one closing up and one taking the power you know there's always that in twins so you say then everybody has to work on trauma no matter who you are no matter how successful do is there ever a point where people heal all their trauma or is it a oh yeah 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 we're amazing we're amazing so it's you not, cut yeah. yourself and your body, the nature of your own body will heal you. You don't have to do anything. Just not reinfect it, you know? It's the same with trauma. Leave it alone. Yeah, we are amazing who we are as human beings. You know, there's there's uh, these sayings in India, the, the sadhus, right? You are much, much, much greater than you could have ever possibly imagined. And the great tragedy is to go to your death and never having known yourself. All of these great people say that. All the people that have been on this journey, you know. I don't think they're all lying. How do you think is, how would, let's say you were in charge of healing trauma for, let's say, a country. How would you, what would be the best strategy that, for example, someone who has power or influence and is saying, I want to help people, but I don't know how, what would be the way to go about trying to inform people that trauma is so important, that it is what's causing a lot of the problems in our world? What would be the best way to go about that? I, I would, I would um, bring back traditional ritualistic healing. You know, I would, I would get, uh, kids because you know it, like therapy groups or just get um there's this method called uh co-counseling where one person sits there and looks in the other person's eyes and just and listens and that's all only listens no opinion and then the other person just talks and talks and talks and talks and talks and then they change, you know. When I start a workshop, I get people to do that for two hours. Two hours, one person talks, two hours, the other. And as you're talking, you're hearing yourself and you're releasing and you're being seen, your pain's being seen, you're being heard, you know. Imagine if kids, the first thing they did in the morning or once a week or once a month or whatever, you know, they sat in with with another person and just talked, you know, and, and just released that emotional energy. And and also um, I've had I've worked with a lot of kids where this group whole group thing of 
clearing emotional pain, like talking, crying, or bashing a bat, or who needs to, you know, classroom, who needs to come up and bash the pillow today, you know? Uh, well, why not? Why not for like 10 minutes? Do you think the most, we should start with the kids, try and yeah. give the kids their future, so we want to make sure they have as little trauma as possible because they're gonna they're gonna create a better world then yeah and if kids understood that their reaction is trauma and they cleared it in school you know have one period in school where you do that why not that's you know then then your body knows how to release Imagine if the and then someone in that kid, one of those kids became a politician. Oh yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. You could do real good or real bad depending on whether or not he's healed his trauma. Well, uh, Hitler <coughs> Hitler had you know, his country was in recession. He wanted to find out what was going on. He was like this, you know, he had great intention. And look what he did with his great intention. He was powerful, charismatic. He was a vegetarian. He created the pension, you know? Who, whoever's out there on the pension, that's because of Hitler. And the, the VW, the people's car, it's like a little bloody tank, you know? It never ends, this car. It takes up hardly any gas. So he did these incredible things. Now imagine, if he would have healed his trauma. So what caused him? He had oh. the power to do a lot of things. Yeah. So what caused him to then basically start the Holocaust was his trauma. It, oh, yeah, yeah, there it is. There's his mind. The Holocaust, there's his mind. This very, very powerful, charismatic person, intelligent man. Holocaust, there's his mind. There's his subconscious. There's his trauma. So even though because of you, because of you, because of you. So because he was in that recessionary time, it kind of created trauma in him, which then he, instead of healing it, acted on it, and that's what started everything that happened. Projectiling all over yeah. the world. Yeah. yeah. So it can have it, quite bad effects, especially if that person's politically powerful. Yeah. Yeah. How many souls yeah. suffered? with his trauma <clears throat> you know and 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 for generations what he caused oh, the yeah. vibe he put onto the planet oh my god you know it's horrendous horrendous do i mean you it's hard to get your head around what he's done do you think like all politicians for example should have to like you know how they have like for example psych eval tests and different things you think they should go to almost like a trauma test of oh, sorts of training that. like if it was yeah. a, it was a if the UN, for example, or someone was to say every world leader must go through this trauma training, do you think, what do you think of that? I think, wouldn't that be another world? <clears throat> wouldn't that be another world that would be just, you know, you could trust the person, you know, you could trust the person. You could get a, a, a vibe, it's like this person has integrity, they have ethics they have morals you know they they focus on 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 bringing a high vibe onto the planet yeah a high vibe you know it, it, like personally imagine 
that this you know they this person uh they're doing bad things so i'm gonna kill them i'm gonna do this and that and hate 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 and kill them because they're doing bad things you know according to what i believe is bad it's bad is subjective now look at that on a global look at that as a politician you have everybody killing each other because everybody thinks the other guy's doing a bad thing yeah 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 it's craziness yeah, so we it's could, total craziness. We could be in a world without violence if everybody just kind of looked inwards because that violence is just projecting itself outwards because you're not handling yeah. it inwards. Yeah. There is no... You go to prison and ask the prisoners who have murdered people, who have, have you know, done these violent things to other people and to themselves, because ultimately you're doing it to yourself, and see if any of them have had a happy childhood. Yeah, I've actually heard about that in some of those mob boss interviews you hear. They're even saying it that if their childhood was different, they wouldn't be where they are today. The system Absolutely. labeled them as troubled as this or as that, and that all turned them into what they became then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, in ancient tribes, the, before a person could be a chief, they had to pass a lot of different rituals like a trauma-based rituals like to really yeah see yeah to see if they had the integrity the wisdom the strength you think that would be you know, the, oh sorry go on yeah wisdom comes out of processing experiences and and you get to know like it, you clear one get one trauma in your head and clear it and do it what i what i told you and then this other it's like objective knowing no 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 it's not me it's this it's this and of course i reacted like that because this is what happened and then i went into reaction because in reaction there's no intelligent thinking and none of that is me and 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 then that is wisdom just that there you go you know, and all of these great wise people went through these different types of things. Do you think that would be like the solution to solving modern day? Just kind of re almost reinstate that sort of thing where everyone has to kind of go through those rituals? Yeah, if they did something, at least. Even do a little bit of work? Yeah, yeah. So just yeah. an interesting concept. I heard Jordan Peterson say this. He said you can't so one thing i think anyone can agree with that if you're living with your family i think you get you can get triggered a lot just because it's a very thing so it was, it was interesting saying he said you want you can't he said from the basis i'm just paraphrasing that you can't even live with your family and live peacefully what makes you think you can run the country do you think that is true or oh yeah yeah he couldn't run the country he's a very angry man who or you, are you which person jordan peterson He's a very angry man. He's, he's, a, a, you know, you look at him, he's very angry, but intelligent, like amazing, amazing man, amazing his intelligence, but he's a very angry man. And his body suffers it, the vibration of anger. So I know we're uh, running close to time now. So I want to ask you just two I think two final questions that are just question as as a whole. 
So number one, these are not really related to what we're talking about. But from your lens, the first question is, do you think all humans are created equally? Yes and no. Yes, we're human and we have, have this, the same capacities if we want to develop capacities. Yes, we have this. There's no one, there's no one that is, uh, I mean, we have the same size brain, you know, it depends on how much brain power you use and whatever. And, and no, we're not um, equal because some are better intuitively, some are better sensory, some are better intellectually, rationally, some are visual people some are sense you know some are auditory people so we our channels some are stronger than the other yeah, we like all we have everything but some of our channels are you know this one's stronger in that and this and that so in that way no but but as being human yes absolutely we're all human beings we have a soul we came from the universe we are the universe what you know and there's many many different ways back to our back to the nature of, of of ourselves religion is one of them you know i think religion's fabulous and i'm not religious though yeah. <laughs> but i think it's great yeah. i love it i you know I, I love islam i love islam i love you know christianity what jesus teaches you know I love Judaism. There's so much wisdom. So all of that, Buddhism and everything. So I've learned a lot because I've done a lot of uh, discoveries about different, you know, I've analyzed a lot of different religion. And there's, I can't say one's better than the other. Different roads, different roads. That's different all. Different paths for Fabulous. different people. Yeah. But me, I'm not religious. At, um, it, for me, it's like, hello, God, talk to me directly. Yeah. <laughs> not through anything how much time have we got because i want to tell you this story uh i i'm free so just how much time you got i'm i'm good to go oh okay so i'm in mexico right i live in mexico i i went out to the countryside because they were doing it then the Wicholi indians were doing a temescal which is a sweat lodge sweat right? sweat lodge lodge yeah yeah well, they 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 make these little huts and inside there's fire the rocks and uh, have you ever heard of that no I'm oh yeah yeah check it out sweat lodge native indian sweat lodge so they have these rocks and they're huge they're volcanic rocks and they're called uh grandfather the the spirit of grandfather and then they have fire and and um so you go in there and it's extremely hot and it, it, it's their church and they pray and they drum and but they in sing. The heat. And they, huh? But in the heat, they do all of that. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they have them where you live. Check them out and go do one. I'll give it a quick Google Pretty search. amazing. Yeah. In Mexico, they're called Temescal. So I, I go there and I, I ask this with Jolly Indian. I said, what's the difference between this and the Catholic Church. And he says, in the Catholic Church, they have a book and you learn this way, where um, we don't have any book. We go into the Temescal and it's so hot that that it 
makes you, it sort of dissolves your ego in a way because it's so bloody hot, you know, you think your skin's going to boil. And what happens is you open up and you have a, a, a connection this way. It humbles so, you in a way. From the inside out, you have a connection with God from the inside out of yourself. Where in, in a, a religion, you have a connection with God from the outside in. Okay, that's interesting. But, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to yeah. do a quick take a quick look at that. Yeah, it's very interesting. So you have a, a have a an experience of God from the inside of yourself out, and He says that way. There's no hierarchy. There's no comparison. Because everyone's you a know? creator. Everyone has their own experience, and it can't be compared to anything. So then part two of that question is, do you think, so I, there's a lot of people who think everybody should have equal, con everything should be equal, everybody should have equal things. Do you think hum hum humans as a whole should strive for equality or is there something else they should strive for? Well, they tried it in Russia, it didn't work. <laughs> so then equality is not the thing to go for, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, that was, a, you read about communalism, communism, yeah. You know, Russian culture is communal. So, so, and and after the Second World War, there were the Russian count is sixty million people died, right? That's horrendous. Imagine the vibe of that. Yeah. You you know that I mean, you walk downtown, you pick up the vibe of the place. Either it's you know very fast and you know, or it's chilled out. Imagine the vibe of that many human beings dead. So the psyche, the Russian psyche was in such shock, they had to close the door, no one in and out or out. And, and we need to protect ourselves and rebuild ourselves, you know. So that so and also Russians are communal people. That's the culture. So communism worked. It was everyone helping each other, everyone supporting each other, everyone's basically equal and everything. But it went to the extreme of itself to corruption. Yeah. And that's the law of energy. If you if you drink, you know, maybe maybe you need a glass of wine because you want your gut to settle down or something. Go to the extreme of that. You're an alcoholic oh, yeah. and it's going to kill you. You know, any extreme yeah, is not good. It 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 immediately it turns negative. You know, so that's what happened in Russia. So to piggyback off of that, what do you think is the thing that people should strive for? If it's not uh, e e just everybody's equal, what do you think is that one thing that we should strive for? Well, anarchy anarchism actually means the real meaning of the word is self-rule i'm ruling myself i don't need to tell people uh, i don't need people to tell me you know to have uh, to uh, have integrity or to be a good person or not to hurt other people i know it myself you know my own nature knows it animals know i mean they hunt when they're hungry they don't hunt to get power and kill yeah. So it would kind of be like striving for where everybody just kind of lives life they want to live. 
everybody has the opportunity to do that the freedom to just they want to be this they can be this and be that happily they can be who they are ah. they can be who they are and then this is who i am but this is what i want to do and i don't know how to do it because i can do part of it so then you know how to do that and you know how to do that so then we can all get together and do that you know so i i don't need you in my life but i want you in my life so it's a conscious choice and that's totally different so i have know? i have one more question just to actually that based off this do you have do, are you okay time wise i'm fine if you're fine yeah so going off that concept then do you think that self-rule stops because some people might then try and rule others so where do you think that that line is well well if you're if you're um if you're a traumatized person especially if you're inferior you feel inferior you feel weak you know internally you're gonna want power yeah. over 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 unhealed trauma but that's I'm, what that is but in let's say in that society where everybody's self-ruled do you think there should be up like oh i guess that's what the government does to stop one man's freedom from inter interfering with another person's like yeah so you think yeah. there should be that basic so it's not total free for all it's you have maximum freedom but you can't hurt somebody else yeah but but it's not it's not free for all it's different there's chaos and and structure they're married it it's not you know people think well if you're just ruling yourself then it's chaos no there's normal intelligent rules ah. that come out of your morality would these, out of your conscience so for example would these rules be self-governed rules where everybody has their own set of rules or would it be like a like a law almost where it's an agreed set upon of rules it, well as J um jordan peterson says you know call yourself what you want do what you want don't impose it on me ah so it's live your life the way you want but don't make me live your life also yeah yeah don't impose it do your thing uh, so do you think in a anarchist society do you think there would be still some governmental structure that we wouldn't need any at all well well you know what the government really is for building streets hospitals uh, so kind of like the fire medical police that kind of basic level protection from another nation yes, like the, that. the structure yeah. so that so that things so that you can live electricity water you know the basic that's necessities what politics really is it's not meddling in in your life on a day-to-day -day basis no not at all not trying yeah, to brainwash you and control Push you your own and their enslave you yeah. yeah yeah last question do you think uh this is just building off what we said do you think i know a lot of people say the matrix do you think that is not realizing literally off the movie that there's computers, but do you think that we kind of have that here? Yes. That... Yeah. Oh my God, that's scary. The first Matrix. The other ones, I'm, I, I were, I, uh, I didn't uh, bother about them. But the first Matrix. Oh my God. Do you think we have our yes. own version? Yeah. It's a metaphor. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you think we have that happening though here? Yes, I think we have yeah. it. Yes, yes. I think uh, the machine is parasiting off of human 
beings, you know, human beings have turned into batteries for the machine. And what's the machine? The machine is people that have totally castrated themselves from their own heart and soul. So people with trauma. Yeah, yeah. So traumatized they people. They totally castrated themselves. Imagine if you never had any sensitivity where you could relate to to another human being's pain, another human being's life, opinion, nothing. You had you looked at human beings and you had no value for them. It's like the only thing you need to do is serve me. So That's the, it. Ah, so the people with trauma are putting everyone else in the matrix, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Use it, it's like parasitical pe people. Bring it down to you know day to day like parasitical people there are people that are empty inside and they're bloody parasites they will watch you and copy you if you're successful they'll try and take it or or be your best friend or whatever they're like after something they only take they don't give yeah you've had conversations with someone where once you leave you're like Oh my God, I'm exhausted. I don't know why I'm just exhausted. You know, that's a parasite. You're sitting in front of a parasite. So, so the machine, which means as a metaphor, those people yeah. are parasites. So those they are, have oh. no internal substance. Ah, they don't know their true self yet. They haven't found Not it. at all. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you know, I was working with this man that uh, worked for the United Nations. This is a long time ago. I was like, um, I think I was like 28 or something like that. And he's old, right? And I told him, you need to go to an old therapist. I'm, I'm too young for you. And he said, no, I want to be with you because you're vibrant and you've got energy and you're all of this. So what was happening with him was he was the, he was facing his own death, right? And he had been a very rich man, barley shoes, Armani, everything. <clears throat> and there he is at the door of death. And he's freaking the hell out. You know, he can't sleep with the light off. He needs the light on and, you know, he's scared of going to sleep. He's so freaked out at dying. And I said to him, you have been a selfish bastard all your life. It, your life was only about you. That's all. I can't imagine how many human beings suffered your narcissism. And I said, and here you are at the door of death, you know, and you can't buy your way out of that. Buy a visiting. new heart, buy a new liver. No, you can't buy your way out. You will die. So I said, so he's like, well, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I said, go and buy abandoned old churches or abandoned old buildings. Do them up. Go to a poor area. Do up a, a, an old building. Make it into a music studio, recording studio, foot, uh, uh, baseball, whatever, ball, you know. Like, do something. Contribute to life. And you better start contributing a hell of a lot. And that's going to build another force within you, you know, where 
where death will be, you'll, you'll sense death as a passing through and its nature instead of, your, you know, the hell that you're going to go to. Because he was already in hell. Yeah, he kind so, of... yeah, so all of these people trying to enslave humanity and turn people into their batteries so that they can suck off of life, these machine people with with no heart. Hello, you're going to die. Yeah, that's exactly that's my same thing. I'm like, what is the point of having control over everyone? Because what happens when you die? You don't. What is you're the gonna point? You're going to freak yeah. the hell out. And nature's not going to allow you to die peacefully, no. It's like, no great emperors lasted forever because even nature resolves itself that way, forces yeah. it to fall. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Aziz, nature created my brain, but I think I'm greater than nature. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, get a grip. Yeah. <laughs> amazing right it's amazing people's stupidity that's what happens when you castrate yourself from yourself so those are all my questions do you have one uh key message or takeaway do you want to just or piece of advice do you want to just share with everyone to kind of wrap it all up yeah don't waste your time not being who you are don't waste your time because it's a waste of time stop protecting you know uh, uh, stupid beliefs stop it stop protecting what you're not deal with it deal with it the journey is not long back to yourself and it's beautiful you know where you absolutely don't think about what other people think about you you can just be yourself and that does not mean you're going to be chaos or ugly or anything. It doesn't mean any of that. Whatever you think it's going to mean, you're wrong. Completely you're wrong because you don't know. Because you haven't come back to yourself. That's good. That's good. So, And you are much, much, much greater than you could possibly ever imagine. You don't know what that means. Those are inspiring words. So, yeah, as I, where can people uh, find you or reach out to you? Um, my my webpage, aza.org, a double z a h dot o r g. That's my webpage, and also my um, uh, email, aza nine number nine, a double z a h nine at yahoo.com. All right, so so if you want to uh, check it out, if we can work together, I'm offering a 15 minute free chat to see how we vibe. All right, and I'll be sure to link all of that in the description. So thank you guys so much for tuning into the interview. Yeah, thank you, Aziz. Yeah.